Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today is our quarterly update for the first quarter of 2022. We're so glad to share this information with you, so let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Granvivanco. And I'm Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm the co-founder of Equals Age and the director of the program in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals Age in Ecuador as well. Education Equals Hope exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult circumstances. And the main purpose for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners, supporters, partners in ministry, friends all over the world about, um, informed about <laughs> what is going on with the ministry down here in Ecuador. And we're just having a good time today because it's just <laughs> me and Jorjito in the studio. Woohoo! Hi, Jorjito. Hi, Cam. <laughs> Um, this is our quarterly update. We, I can't believe it's the end of it is. the first quarter. Of that's 2022. How, that's like business terms, you know, like first quarter, oh, okay, second. Good. It's the end of the first quarter. Well, it's the end of the first quarter. <laughs> Thanks for recognizing that. <laughs> um, and we want to share just what's been happening the last three months. Mm-hmm. A lot of it we've already talked about uh, in different episodes. So we'll just quickly mention that and go on to some of the other things that we haven't had a chance to mention. Mention. Uh-huh. Mission. <laughs> English is my first language. I have trouble sometimes. If you want to hear more about any of these topics and we have an episode, we will say it so that you can go back to that episode and hear the bigger story. The bigger story. Right? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, well, let's start with some of the things that uh, that haven't been their own episodes yet. For great. example, I got to go to Carmen Bajo. Carmen uh-huh. Bajo is where Educational Hope started. Yeah. And uh, Raquel, who is Pastor Fabian's daughter, mm-hmm. I met her when she was seven. <laughs> and those of you who are good at math, that means she's now 27. This week coming up is this week is my 20th anniversary in Ecuador. Wow. 20 years. It. 20 years. I, you know, I just confused. I was confused. I told my mom I'd be here for two. I just forgot the zero. Yeah, zero. Yeah. Or it was or just maybe two more. decades. <laughs> just two decades, two mom. Decades. Not two years. No um, more than that. And we have no plans to move, so <laughs> hopefully it'll be longer than that. Huh. But uh, so Raquel is now 27, uh-huh, uh-huh. and she has graduated not only elementary school and high school, she has also graduated college. College, yeah. And she is a sociologist, and she and a few of her classmates, who are now all graduates and professionals, they uh-huh, have created uh-huh. a, 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 there is a good and correct term for this that I'm not okay. going to come up with, but a company. <laughs> yeah. A sociological investigation company. Wow. And they did uh, a eight months of interviewing everybody who has been, uh, everyone they could get their hands on, who has been a part of the Carmen Bajo project for the last 22 years, because uh-huh. 22, 23, it started before I got here. And it was incredible to see the impact Mm. Uh, to see the dollar amount and to see the future plans to continue to move forward. So the impact has been thousands of people um, have been touched and by that one little project in this one little corner uh-huh, of the capital uh-huh. city of a South American country. Just <laughs> uh, 
but it's their whole world, right? And right, amazing. Right. The great news is that extreme poverty is down to 20% of the neighborhood. Wow. It started at 80%. And then over in 20 years, it has gone to 20%. Wow, and that's that not is a lot. All Carmen Baco, but Car- uh, the, pro- the program, the Alliance Church that we work with. But it is huge to see that difference uh-huh. and to know that we've been a part of that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable to see. Not just what you've done, but what is the actual effect of what you're doing? What is the fruit? We we always talk about relationship and mm-hmm. we also talk about fruit. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And I think this is giving us the opportunity to understand that what we've been doing, what you've been doing, what the church been doing, the ministry is doing is actually useful. It right? is. And it actually is. <laughs> is important and it works and it makes a difference it in is people's useful. lives. Yeah. It's oh. amazing. Really cool. Uh, and of course, part of that, well, Carmen, but so they, they now have, um, they've redesigned the program for Future Forward to be able to go even deeper following, wow. honestly, our model of what does this student need as uh-huh. opposed to like a blanket after school program. Everyone just come and, and we'll and help do whatever. you. Oh, you have gifts and passions and artistic endeavors. Let's. Let's create a space for you to do art. Let's create a space for you to do movement. You do need academic tutoring in math. Let's mm-hmm. find somebody who's going to help you in math. Um, they're, they're just done a tremendous, tremendous job. And the future forward plans are really exciting. And they inventoried the whole place. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that that should have taken, what, two years? <laughs> oh, I mean, they somehow did it in the eight-month period of time. But Wow. It was really cool. So if any of you who've been to Carmen Bajo, you know the joy that is that project. If you haven't, we invite you down to come see and to come look um, because it is, it's amazing. And to see uh, Raquel kind of take the lead in the social aspect of the project. Sure. Um, And, oh, this is maybe the best part. Okay. Um, uh, What they found is that Carmen Bajo has impacted more deeply, more intricately, integral, that's the Spanish word, holistically, yeah. uh, than, it's like, you guys have done something that the government can't do, that the the uh, Catholic Church hasn't been able to do wow. here. They, like, they went through this, like, <laughs> list of organizations that are all trying to do the same thing. And it's not like a nanny boo-boo. It's like, wow, what are you, what are you doing that has actually reached the goal of wow. helping people get out of poverty and transform their lives and have them be beneficial members of society. Um, because these are all sociology students, like they're not necessarily people of faith. And for them <laughs> to see how of, how people of faith, how God moves and makes things possible that isn't possible outside uh-huh. of that realm. So it's really fun to watch these two college graduate boys, like their eyes being like, how did you do this? <laughs> Well, it wasn't us. I don't know. (laughs) Talk to the Holy Spirit. Um, So there's one. Another thing that we haven't had a a podcast on yet is the Hope to Others new program that Uh we are launching as as a global organization, Hope Mm -hmm. to Others, H2O. Guess what that hope is? Uh huh. Water. <laughs> yeah. I was like, does he know this? Does that translate? <laughs> no, nope. um, I haven't actually heard about it. So this is new for me too. Um, hope to hope to others is in fact water H two O, and it is a water filter program program yeah. mm-hmm. because uh, clean water is the first step or is the first 
necessity in education. Like yeah. if, if you're sick, you can't study. Um, and so uh, our co-founder, Chip Smith, has found a supplier. And these are really cool water filters that you get your own five-gallon jug or bucket and you pour dirty water into it. You have... Um, and it's kind of like a like an office water spigot, like uh-huh. one of those water, water coolers. So you open the spigot uh-huh. and the water comes out, but it comes out through a filter and into another bucket or a cup or whatever. Where it comes and out clean. Wow, just the pic, it comes out clean. And the pictures of it, it's gravity fed. You don't need any electricity. The filters, um, you can backwash the filters to dump out. So like the maintenance is very low. They last for hundreds of thousands of gallons of water. Wow. And our partners in Kenya, we just had the um, the two pieces on Kenya, not but just a few weeks ago. They are ecstatic. We've started with two, uh, one of the um, orphanages, mm-hmm, orphanage mm-hmm. schools, and another school, and that they have clean water. Wow, that's amazing. So that's actually going to be its own website, I believe. Wow. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong about that. But so that's a big deal that that I've been a part of on on the leadership side on the board and things. Um, Great. And we're happy to bring that to Ecuador as well. And we'll be able to share that's that amazing. with uh, the Keto Quest ministry sites that are in the jungle cool. access. Because most people in Keto knock on wood have clean water. Keto has yeah. really good water. Yeah, yeah. But, but the jungle people truly will need that um, Jorjito, tell us uh, what is COVID like in Ecuador right now? Right now, the feeling it's very weird. Weird. It's now you can go out in the street. It's weird because you can go out in the street. Uh-huh, and it's weird because you can. I can walk without a mask, <gasps> and I'm thankful for it. You're not supposed to do that yet. I mean, people from the government are saying that um, masks are not mandatory anymore. But they are suggested. They're suggested for They're outdoor suggested. use. Yes. Wow. Um, the infection level is going down a lot. Um, what else can I say? It's, Things are open back. All to everything normal. every has ninety five or one hundred percent capacity rates, so that people can show up at places and be places. Ecuador played in the World Cup uh, qualifiers. Oh yeah, this last yeah. week, and Roberto and I had a bet of of the eighty thousand people that were in that stadium in Guayaquil, how many would have masks on, and and I saw four. <laughs> four people. Well, you know when they paint the crowd, uh-huh, uh-huh. like just oh, look, four. There's one. Oh wow! I mean, you we see? didn't see all eighty thousand, but. It seems like things are going back to normal. That's what feels weird. Yeah. The and fact that we're like, so oh, oh, wow. And liberating, of course. And that means that, and oh, I'm so excited. Anything could happen. Knock on wood. Let's just keep the positive <laughs> mojo going. But that means that we will have a summer. We have uh, two, we have seven teams. Um, we just had our, our Chapel of the Cross team, so eight yes. teams for the spring and summer, seven teams for just the summer, and there are actually two that are still hanging out there that may or may not <laughs> get on the plane. Um, but So we have a summer! Uh, we have a summer. After, what, two years of not having summers? After two years of not having summers, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, but my tummy hurts when you say <laughs> It's just a lot of planning and lots of good things, and we're so, so, so thankful that we can do this again. Absolutely. And that's so much of what this spring has been. There's a a lot of planning. We've hired interns. We've hired eight interns. Yeah. Um, 
And we've, and you and Carolina did a great job meeting them bi-weekly and helping prepare them to come, those in the United States. Um, They're doing their fundraising to come and be a part of this. Um, All the planning meetings, John has been going around and visiting new hostels and trying out new restaurants. Bless him. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually kind of like... I mean, it takes time. Like it does. It does. Who has the time to go research new restaurants? John. John. John does. does. Thank goodness. (laughs) And he likes it, and he's good at it. Yeah. And he's got a good stomach, so like you know, he can tell us like this restaurant is safe or not. Absolutely. Um, So moving forward, and the planning of all the summers, we're hoping to have. as soon as we get all the team interest and inventories, yes, uh, so people can tell us what their gifts and skills are, we want to turn those uh, schedules around and give people six weeks, eight weeks, four weeks, however much time they give us, <laughs> we'll turn it back around as quick as possible to give them their um, their schedule so they know what they're going to be doing. But it's really exciting. The other really exciting thing is uh-huh. one of our Eng- our what uh, <laughs> ministry partners, Wayne Pastor, the pastor there, had the priest there. You tell us that really fun news. Okay, so the priest there from Buen Pastor, many people know him. He's also the finance director in Youth World, Mm -hmm. for Youth World. His name is Juan Carlos Quiñones. We had um, an episode talking about Buen Pastor with his wife, Wendy. Uh And Juan Quiñones, Juan Carlos Quiñones is now the Bishop He's for bishop Ecuador. Elect. He's he, elect. Bishop elect. Elect. Okay, not not ordained yet. He's not. He has not been installed or consecrated or bishopized. <laughs> all those terms that maybe I, just, I don't know, I but just you made do. All the Episcopalians cringe. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, he uh, May seventeenth, and so that adds a yep. whole new dynamic to our summer. And the fact that, for example, uh, the Reverend Sue von Rautenkrantz is bringing. Um, some missioners, priests, deacons, uh-huh. chaplains from the Diocese of Washington, D.C. Wow. And she's bringing them down. And and because Juan Carlos um, is in that bishop position now, it's just, it opens up all sorts of possibilities. Absolutely. Of, um, of what we, how we could support the diocese. Yeah. And, and hopefully... Um, bring some love and training and goodness. I mean, the diocese is, <laughs> has been a, it's been a, it's been a thing for yeah. the last 20 years since I've been here. So we're pray. We ask everyone to pray that we're turning a corner and that, um, this be a, a time of great joy and peace in the diocese and powerful ministry that transforms lives. I feel one of the biggest blessings of this is that we have been working, you have been working for years with some of the churches that belong to the diocese, but not specifically with the diocese. Mm-hmm. So this gives... Off and this, on. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> sometimes we're sometimes allowed yes, to work with the diocese. Sometimes, sometimes no. But this gives us the, the great opportunity and gift to work with the diocese directly. And our partnership is not just growing, it's going to improve mm-hmm. what we do. You know, mm-hmm. the impact that we have. Sometimes we, I, I've have heard people like Lourdes or Nancy or Juan Carlos have dreams about what we can do with equal age in the families. But we have to wait because the diocese doesn't allow us to. Now we that can change, right? Yeah. And we can, like all these dreams and hopes and ideas that we had before these plans can actually come to reality. So that's really cool. That's very exciting. Um, that makes me think of the other exciting things like our college students. We had Marvin on 
this yeah. um, a couple weeks ago and heard his story. He did officially graduate. We had his graduation Yay! party. It was amazing. Um, tell us about the other college students we have right now. The other college students that we have are Charlie. I think we already have him too. Yeah, we've had Charlie on the show. Charlie on the show. He's going now for his last semester okay. in school. He's mm -hmm. almost done. Of course, he just has to do all of the things that he has to, like a test. He also has like some concerts to play because he's studying music. Uh -huh. So there's many things. It might take more than six months, but he's entering his six months of his last six months of school. Great. Which is great. Uh, we have Brenda too. Yay. Shout out to Brenda. Brenda's been a little bit oh. cold and she's been a little <laughs> bit thing. sick the last couple of weeks. So. And we miss her because we don't see her. That's true. But every now and then I get a, a text from her saying, I'm alive and I'm okay. So that's good. Yes. <laughs> At least that's what I get. She's she's doing her, um, what would you call that? Like rural? Yes. Uh, the... Oh, it's like an internship. It's like she has to go serve a year. We talked about it in her podcast. She has to go serve a year in rural she's parts of Ecuador. And she's in one of the areas where um, one of our ministry partners is, yeah. uh, Eulogio. And so there's some crossover there, which has been really fun. That's really cool. That's Brenda. And then we have some people also like um, Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's, Jesus is another student. He was also part of Casa G, Casa Gabriel. Uh, he's studying finances and he is also almost done. I think he has one more year to go, yeah. but we have him too. Uh, and then we have new people. We have new people. So we're, because um, of the incredible generosity of people who have believed in these students. Yeah. Personally um, and directly in these students. Exactly. They, um, we ha have the opportunity to start offering scholarships, university scholarships. Right now, we're actually starting with an Episcopal program. So any yeah. Episcopal um, student who wants to go to higher education, uh, if you're from the Diocese of Upper South Carolina, kind of like the Bina Dial scholarship, it's not going to be a full ride. Yeah. It's yeah. not anything like that. Yeah. It might be a hundred or two hundred or $400 a semester, but um, also semesters here, the most expensive university in Ecuador is $4,000 a month. Yeah. I lied. $4,000 a semester. $4,000 a semester. Yes, that sounds right. And mm -hmm. so there's, and from there down, so having a scholarship of a couple hundred dollars is a really big deal to, and I just saw on the Cristo page this morning, there was um, uh, one of the congregants, Maria, uh -huh. who... I'm going to guess she's about 57. She just graduated from high school yesterday. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So, and uh, Lord of this was like, so what's next? What are you going to study in university? Wow. Well, <laughs> Maria thought that was a funny joke, but I don't think Lord of this is joking. Oh, of course she's not. Of course yeah. she's not. Well, something else that I have to say is that unifying to the thought of the, the um, of what happened in Carmen Bajo and, and Raquel and her friends saying, how did you do this? Well, they're not the only ones that are shocked. We are shocked too. But the great thing with the, with the college students is that we it, it gives us the opportunity of walking with them, supervising what they're doing, mentoring them in a way, not just letting them by themselves. Um, and that gives us the opportunity of also going to talk to schools and uh -huh. people, authorities from different schools. And when we share, because of course, when I show up, for example, their their first question is, "Who are you, and what are you doing here?" And what do you what do you want to study? Exactly. No, they, that that's <laughs> what they have asked. So I'm starting to explain them what equals H is, what is our relationship with the student, and they are also shocked. Yeah. Um, they're thankful and glad. 
at a point that they are like, hmm, what you're doing is very interesting. Let's keep on talking. Let's see what this may lead us to. We so, hope that this will, all the details of this will come out in a podcast in the future. It's not yeah. quite solidified, so we don't want to have yep. any spoiler alerts. But the short version is that one of the top universities was so taken with a student. One of so, the top, if not the top, top. Was so taken with a student that has come through our program uh -huh. and is uh, desiring to go to university that they were like, do you have any more? Could you bring us more students? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that I can find a maybe, couple of others. Maybe we could help you, know? you out. And it just, uh, you know, Jorjito, the fact that you're just such the right person to be in this mm. role, in this position, because you've lived this. You have a university degree. You um, did the whole, like, trying to piece things together and your time in the <laughs> studying through the states. And, and you know the questions to ask. And so when... Uh, a college age student comes and says, I really would like to do this, but I don't know what to do. Yeah. Their parents haven't graduated from college. Their no. parents haven't graduated from high school. Their Absolutely. parents are day laborers and they're not the people to sit down and say, okay, well, let's come up with a budget. Let's ask what sort of scholarships are there to apply for? What is the emotional support that you need around you? And, and you are that right person. I'm so thrilled. That, oh, I'm glad to, to be, be able to do that. And we are so thrilled to see what comes up. We yeah. definitely want to see the solidifying, but, but let's wait. We'll wait. Let's wait and see. I'm just really, really happy that um, we, get, we get to be part of the life of these students uh -huh. and that they are get, um, getting the opportunity of also being part of the life and ministry that we have here. Because right? then a lot of them we get to, to, to pull <laughs> into like this summer. And so many of them um, have become bilingual or working on becoming bilingual yes. and incredible leadership. Oh, it's just so happy. It's just really cool. Well, everyone here knows that we did have a Chapel of the Cross team. We, yes, we talked with Mary Cat last week. Um, we've had an uh, episode about Ambato and that new uh, partnership. Yeah. An episode. Philadelphia Church. Uh-huh. And then we also have a new ministry site that is Amadas, a ministry branch from um, Esme. Yeah, Caitlin came and gave that she episode. She came and talked about uh -huh. it. So we are working directly with them, and it's great to see how they are also thriving and our support have given them also the opportunity and the open doors for new ideas and new plans and new new dreams. So that's really cool to yeah. see that too. And I should uh, I should mention that um, that January most of January was a wash, <laughs> <laughs> as it was around the world as the Vivanco family uh, came down with COVID, all except Roberto tested yeah. negative twice again. Superhuman, um, but. Just really exciting to know uh, that we are really moving forward. And sometimes yeah. I uh, get discouraged and I think, are we actually doing anything? But it's really fun to make these lists for our quarterly updates. Yeah. So we can say, actually, look, we are doing something. <laughs> and it's working out. <laughs> and it's changing lives. Yeah. Jorjito, thank you so much for your part in that. Uh, thank you, too. I'm just very, very blessed to be. I always say it, but I'm super blessed to be a little tiny part of those 20 years of God's um, honoring people's lives and honoring his own names through your work and your mission here. That's super fun. Yeah. I, I just want to tell the story yesterday, debriefing with Erika, one of our, um, uh, one of our interns for the summer, uh -huh. local hire here in Ecuador. She's um, from Buen Pastor Church, incredible leadership. Um, she has helped supervise the Equals H program in her church. She wasn't a part of that. Happily, nope. her, no. her family finances um, were strong enough that, that she was never a part of that. But um, she was part of the Chapel of the Cross team and got to do some home visits. And yesterday, I was just super taken aback, or day before yesterday, she 
when we were debriefing and, and her being so overwhelmed at the change that Equals H helps bring into people's lives. Yeah, the true impact. It's, it's overwhelming when you truly see it. And she got to see that and she got to share that with us because we don't always get to see it. We don't, we don't. Go, we don't go in the houses. Uh, I mean, like every day, like we don't yeah. hang out with families every day. We're, we're trying to keep the whole thing going. We know it's the right thing to do, but it's really wonderful when, when, that, when the Holy Spirit reaches down and opens eyes to see and ears to hear. And I felt that through Chavita. It was just a moving time. We are so, so, so. thankful to see those things too. Thank you to our, all of our supporters. Thank you for making this possible. If you would like to be a part of Education Wills Hope and are not already, please go to educationwillshope.org. If you would like to be a part of the Hope to Others program, the water program, you can go to hopetoothers.org. Thanks so much for being a part of this journey, and we couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. See you next time. Thanks for listening to our HopeCast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.